Hey everyone, um, Mir here and welcome to our Valentine's Day special. Uh, today we're showing you a Valentine's Day menu from Butcher Chef, a mocktail, a bunch of different wine pairings, and a strain of weed. Um, just a little disclaimer, as we always do, we are all of legal drinking and smoking age and recreational cannabis is legal in Canada. We do not encourage underage drinking or smoking. Please stay within the laws, rules, and regulations in your area. Um, so today, today to preface, no one is sober today. Yeah. Um, because we all tried. But it's a special day, and on special days we get to enjoy indulge. It. All of us, yes. So we have a double high. Mm -hmm. And, and, and all uh, triple drunk. soldier, <laughs> triple, triple drinking today. Yes. Yeah. So, um, we can start out with. I guess I'll I'll start. So I am, or I would have been the sober one today, and I tried the Curtis Stone uh, fresh strawberry water, and we didn't know who Curtis Stone was, and then we looked him up, and every single one of us just went like, Ah, oh. I know him. But basically, it's made by blending up some frozen strawberries, lime juice, uh, sugar and salt, and then some water, and then optionally, you can also add some mint and ginger. Please don't use a heavy hand with the ginger. Be very careful, um, because it's, of course, a very strong flavor. But the drink is really What that good. really means is don't have mare over to put in the <laughs> ginger. I thought it said a teaspoon. And it was a fourth. Of a fourth of a teaspoon. Fourth teaspoon. teaspoon. Yes. But it was still very tasty. It is still very tasty nonetheless and very yeah. refreshing. That's a really delicious, delicious drink. Yes. Um, it's Miss Felicia J here and I am the drunk one today and honestly I have a plethora of wines to speak to. We have had uh, Cloudy Bay Sauvignon Blanc today. We have also had the Cali Bay Pinot Noir. We're also having a Bourgogne Pinot Noir. Um, we have had a um, Cabrel Vintage Port 2005. We've also had a Taylor Fladgate um, Port wine as well, 2015. Um, these wines have been great. The food we've eaten today, and honestly, you guys, I really tell you, go to the butcher chef, try this. We had fresh brioche that was absolutely delicious with uh, basil pesto and a whipped goat cheese butter infused with black truffle and honey pepper butter. We have had a snapper ceviche. The snapper ceviche was out of this world delicious. The they have done a fantastic, fantastic job with that. It's basil and it's got a basil and chili dressing with a fennel pollen, a crisp quinoa, and scallions. It was delicious. For a mid course, we had a ricotta no noki, which had a porcini ragu and a pernod truffle. It was delicious. Um, it was rich, it was delicious, it went very well with the Cloudy Base Sauvignon Blanc. Would I have liked to be a little bit more sauce on there? Absolutely, mm -hmm. but it was good. We also had a prime beef Chateau Beyond that was like butter. It was, it was so made good. to perfection. Mm -hmm. um, 
I asked for it medium well and it was perfect. Mm -hmm. It had the beautiful piece of pink through the center. It was like butter, as I said. It had a classic peppercorn sauce. It was a it had sautéed um, wild mushrooms, and it had a potato leek gratin, and we had that with a cloudy bay pinot noir. Now I want to say to this everyone, there is a sauce that came with it, a basil pesto that was supposed to be used for the brioche. We put that on everything. What's that thing? It was like a Mike's red. What was it? Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Frank's Red Hot Sauce. And like I put that beep on everything. That's what we did with this. It was out of control. It was so delicious. Um, we, we really, really enjoyed that. And for our desserts, we had a number of beautiful, beautiful desserts. Um, we had tarts. We had an Nanaimo bar. Strawberry we had chocolate-covered strawberries. Chocolate-covered strawberries. We had these beautifully... Truffles. Um, beautiful, um, moist and soft cookies. There were truffles. The dessert was fantastic, and that was paired with the port, the Cabral vintage port. It, it was, was perfect. Perfect, especially with the brownie. That was my favorite mm -hmm. pairing of the day. That was so good. Favorite pairing of the day was the brownie with the port. It was absolutely delicious. Our meal was absolutely It was worth getting. Delicious. And if you don't visit the butcher shop, I don't know what you're doing. Butcher chef. Yeah. Butcher yeah. chef, sorry. You've got to go shop. to the butcher chef. And um, I want to thank Ben for delivering it. Mm -hmm. I want to thank Gordon for taking my order and making today so incredibly special for me. Um, oh, actually, not just for me, for us. Mm -hmm. And just what we were doing for today and what um we all desired for this day to be i chose this today so today this was something we all wanted to have and it was amazing so you must go to the butcher chef you must give this a try and do you have some honorable mentions of other restaurants that barely made or did, barely didn't make the cut <laughs> that is true the cactus club they were on there um, who else was there? I have a few. I, I, I also saw that Milestones um, had something that people could do. And that's just like a price point, really, consideration for everyone. Um, but I'm looking at my notes, you guys, because I have them here. So I had the Cactus Club. I had STK Steakhouse as well. I had Barca Taberna. And I had Pastuis, because Pastuis was so very cool mm -hmm. in what how they deal with um, giving you food, so I wanted that. But those are some honorable mentions, and there will be more honorable mentions. So check out, check us out, and we will um, on our Patron. Yes. And Patreon. we will Patreon. I would say Patron. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the Victor Newman in me. Um, but on our Patron and yeah, Pat Patreon <laughs> again, I do it. But um, you guys can check us out on that, and I'll tell you guys some more honorable mentions because there's a few other restaurants in Toronto that definitely makes the um, like made the cut almost for us today. But we chose this for our reasons. But you guys should try out some other restaurants for sure. Okay, and guys, I am the high one today. I well, we're both high, but yeah, I'm, I'm the designated high one. I'm the designated <laughs> high person today. Lucky me. Uh, today we've smoked gather. It is a sativa dominant strain. It is very good. The strain is Jack Herrera if you're looking for another alternative that's similar to it. Um, I 
I love this one. Yeah, I, I mean, we chose it in the name of, you know, obviously gathering and Valentine's yeah. Day. And um, even though COVID is happening, we're still gathering, even if it's virtually or, you know, with the people in your house. And that is definitely um, the perfect, um, the perfect just strain to socialize, to be social. Yeah. Like... It's uh, just we also picked it because it's also sativa, but also because of the feeling it gives you. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that something light and happy would be very good for today's podcast. Yes. And like my brain is calm, but not yeah. tired or sleepy. I th- think the first time we tried it, we felt very awake and yes. energetic. It kept me from sleeping like the first time. Um, I have a little vape that I smoke it out of, and I think after smoking it for so long, I've gained this relaxation over it like it's not too much the way it was when I first tried it um I really enjoyed this high I feel so good mm-hmm. um I feel like nothing can bother me yeah I agree with that yeah I feel Definitely. pretty brush offish so mm-hmm. yeah all right so now that you know what we're eating drinking and smoking which if you are or if you want to find out more learn more or see the names written down definitely check out um the drunk high and sober instagram where you'll see all of those things as well as the your wine or mine instagram specifically for the food and wine related details and then um mayor's youtube and WeTube and my instagram will all be linked down below where you can learn more about um jack herrera slash gather by soleil yeah um but yeah let's get into this special podcast about um Valentine's Day. We're obviously spending it together, us three, um, doing a podcast, eating good food, drinking some good wine. Um, really good wine. A really good wine. So then we're going to talk about what Valentine's Day means to us. Would you like to go first, Miss Felicia Day? Um, yeah, sure, I will. Um, Valentine's Day for me is a different thing. It's, um... I just think, I've always said, and my father and I had this conversation earlier, and he told me not to share this with you guys because it might taint some people. But I'm not trying to taint anyone. I'm just trying to tell you what I feel. And so what I feel is that I want the person that I'm with to do something for me every other day of the year. I don't want you to add all your love and all your effort into this one day. You can do small gestures throughout the year to show me that you love me and not have to do this grand gesture on this one day where flowers are more expensive and eating out is more expensive and restaurant reservations are harder to get. That's always been my thing. I think I do want someone to do something beautiful for me, and I agree that something beautiful for me is something I would want to have, but I also can appreciate that it doesn't have to be today mm-hmm. right that's yeah. how I feel mm-hmm. I, th- I think I agree with that I think um, having something done and uh, on any other day of the year is, is just as nice as having something done on Valentine's Day I think Valentine's Day is just maybe similar to, to Mother's Day and fa- Father's Day in that way that sometimes you just get busy with life it's not even that you're intentionally you know neglecting your partner 
Um, it's more so just that things happen and then you just forget, like, it's not on your mind and Valentine's Day gives you the opportunity to pause. Like, the rest of the world is telling you, hey, stop. Like, take a minute and do something nice for your partner. Do something special today, um, with your partner. Um, and I think that's what's nice about it. Like, of course, all the... The implications when it comes to like the commerce side of it, the chocolate, like you said, it's the chocolate was more expensive, the flowers are more expensive, um, but you can, at the end of the day, you can celebrate Valentine's Day the way you want to, whether you want to buy the chocolate or not, at the end of the day it's going to just give you that incentive or, or that opportunity to, to say today I'm doing something special and I'm taking the time to do something special today with this person. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the, the important part about it. You can, you can decide what you and your partner would like to do on a day like that. Like what is romantic to you might not be romantic to someone else. Or maybe not even romantic, just it means a lot to them because it's a, a common interest or a memory that you guys share. Yeah. I think that um, I think that Valentine's Day is a good time for care, um, whether it be self-care or care of someone else. Um, I spoke to it not particularly being about a spouse or a significant other, but could be a friend, a family member. It's a good time to show people, like, take that time out of the year to show people that I do care about you and I love you. But I also think that something else we spoke about was the fact that every day should be that day where you show someone that you care. Mm -hmm. And that is more significant in our eyes than just doing it on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. um, I really... I like the idea of like something small that we can do that shows care mm -hmm. as well as opposed to grand gestures which we also spoke about like what do you think of grand gestures Felicia Jay you spoke to the fact that you don't really like them and how do you feel Sabrina? Um I don't know I feel like um you know while I was growing up Valentine's Day wasn't a big deal um like, I, I don't know if this was the same here in Canada, but, like, in, in movies, they always portray Valentine's Day as the day where everyone's sitting in class and then someone comes in and, and only the popular kids get the roses. Mm -hmm. um, like, that was not a thing in, in my, like, where I grew up. But I think grand gestures, to me, are not necessary. I think... Um, meaningful things, meaningful, meaningful small things are, are what, what, what I would want from, um, from my partner on, on Valentine's Day. I don't think, like, we were talking about it earlier about, um, proposing on Valentine's Day or even getting married on Valentine's Day. Like, those are things that I don't know if I would want to do that on that day. Yeah. And I don't know if I would want, um like, an audience when these things happen. Like, yeah. I don't think that's... Or that type of audience. Yes. Right? 
That's why even this, you're talking about high school and high school having candyograms and rosegrams. Yeah. And so you're, in, you're sitting in class and someone delivers these things to you. And so on that day, you're, you're being, you know, everyone's being categorized. Yeah. How many candyograms did you get? How many rosegrams did you get? Yes. And, and how did that value? And so it's the same thing when someone's getting married on that day. Mm-hmm. How have you valued yes. that day? What does that mean? Like, you know? Yeah. Does that day... And, you know, some people get married on that day, and that day really means something to them. Yes, that's true. You know, and speaking of what that day may be, you know, the concept of Valentine's Day is there's all these different history about Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. There's one understanding that there was a gentleman who um, wasn't... He was in jail, St. Valentine, at the end of the day, because there's three of them who were named St. Valentine. But... He was in jail, and he was writing letters, supposedly, to the jailer's daughter. And he signed one of those letters from your valentine. And so we have that concept today. But in that concept of that, that's what he did. He was in love, and that's what he was writing. Mm -hmm. Then we also have another story about another man who's St. Valentine's. And what was happening is that Claudius II was saying, or Emperor Claudius II, rather, if you want to give him his title, was saying that men who were married were less better in battle. So, he said that all men who were going to be soldiers had to be unmarried young men. And so St. Valentine was marrying young men to the woman that they loved. And so again he was doing something in the name of love. So Valentine's Day has a very deep, entrenched understanding of that. Now there's more. Mm-hmm. There's also a festival. Um, and that festival was um, where... <laughs> this is crazy, everyone. But this festival was where they would sacrifice a goat and a dog and the goat for fertility. Um, and... What they would do was cut the goat's skin and then beat women with the goat's skin. And that would make them fertile. Right. That and is so strange I suppose <laughs> it happy in some way. The festival is called Lupercalia, so you could look it up. Or Lupercalia because it's about um, wolves. And um, Oh, and the dog was done for purification, but... Um, that's what they used to do. And what they would do that women weren't afraid of that because that would make them fertile for the coming year. There's also another legend that says that young women would put all their names into an urn and young men would take the names out of the urn and they would now find that woman and that woman would be their woman and they would write the woman's name on their arm. And that would be the concept of um, wearing your heart on your sleeve or having your heart on your sleeve rather. So those are the things that um, Valentine's Day are entrenched in is that we consider what we think about it, what we want to do about it, how we feel about it. Valentine's Day is definitely entrenched in love, finding the one you love, finding your soulmate. And while these things I'm telling you, I think personally, these things I'm speaking to are quite extreme. Um, both St. Valentine's got beheaded for what they did. 
but just uh, it seems quite extreme that what they were doing, you know, marrying people in secret is difficult, especially when the end result was you being beheaded, getting slapped <laughs> with bloody pieces of goat's flesh. Yeah, yeah a bit extreme. Yeah. And being matched made a by a bit. giant, yeah, just a tad. And being matched by a giant cauldron, and Bredrin just picks out your name, and hey, here we are. <laughs> These are extremes, but... It's like speed dating without the conversation. Speed dating without the dating. Yeah. At least in speed dating, you get to have a conversation. Like, you get to yeah. talk and see the person. Yeah. There's actually no even pretend dating. Yeah. <laughs> so in that, I think that, you know, um, Valentine's Day has, a, has a, a lot. But as Valentine's Day evolved... Valentine's Day became love letters and mm -hmm. cards. There's a woman actually who is the one who made cards become more famous. She's the one. And we could talk about Cupid, but we're going to skip that. And we're just going to really jump into the fact that this woman is the one who started making Valentine's Day cards. And her name is Esther. Well, Esther A. Howland. And she actually started making Valentine's Day cards and made a mint mm -hmm. on doing it because she is the one who made beautiful ones with the lace and all those things. The way you consider a Valentine's Day card was because of this woman. Mm -hmm. So Valentine's Day has really evolved it over has. time and what it is. And at the end of the day, it really means spending that moment in time, just like Sabrina was saying. Yeah. You know, spending that moment in time to pause and do so. And I think you guys have really made me think about Valentine's Day differently today. Because yeah. it makes me think about just taking... It's okay to pause mm -hmm. and think about that person today. I find that interesting because I, I think I get it from you. I have a very dark, uh, cold view on Valentine's Day. And as we speak about what it means to us and how it's changed in history. It just interests me so much that um, there is such a huge contrast of what it used to be. Yeah, because we're not running Because the there's so much, yeah, first. there's so much more expectations, but it's less gross, um, so that's good. But there's so much more expectations now. I nowadays. think it's different expectations. The expectation before was, I'm gonna meet him, we're gonna get married, we'll be in love forever. That is very true. I guess I had higher expectations because that is very unlikely. But the expectations today are kind of the same. He's going to do some grand gesture and he's going to love me forever. Yeah. But then also the grand gesture, gestures, like I know none of us are really into them. Yeah. Um, like we all kind of feel more embarrassed by, you know, like uh, Miss Felicia J said it earlier, like I'm not doing it for Instagram, I'm not doing it for Facebook. It's a moment between you and me. That sure is meaningful, and if we share it with some other close, like, people we're, we're close with, with close friends, close family, um, and that's one thing, but to, to show it to the whole world, to us, that's not necessary, but that might also just go with, um, like, I know Mare and I, we've done the love languages quiz, I don't know if Miss Felicia J, do you know what love languages are, what they are, how no, they I work? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> No idea what that is. What's a love language? <laughs> so there's five love languages. I don't even know who came up with with that um, uh, idea. But there's five love languages. And they can differ depending um, on whether we're talking about you, how you receive love or how you give love. 
Um, but the five love languages are um, quality time, um, physical touch, uh, words of affirmation, acts of service, and receiving gifts. So, Mara, do you, do you remember what your love language is? Yes. For me, I love these. I was, I like, I love it. When it was introduced to me, it was my everything. It really helped me explain how I communicated with my partner. And it's actually made it a lot better for us, I feel like, to Mm -hmm. figure out what we, where we stand. Like mine for me is quality time. It's a big deal for me to have that quality time to spend time with someone. I am a very, like, I need to be in it in order to be there. Um... And then also, my next one is um, how I express love, and that would be probably um, acts of service and gift giving, probably, because Mm -hmm. I find I, that's how I communicate and I'm sure you probably agree with that. Like, yeah, that's how I show my love. And, and acts of service is definitely... Uh, I've always been like that. But I... I find that if you learn it and you do it with your partner, it's a really good way to figure out and learn a little bit more mm-hmm. about them and have a little bit more of a, like, spiritual connection. I agree. And yeah. I think especially when maybe, like, some of our love languages definitely match up, but I... Um, I'm a very touchy person. I need physical touch. And Mare does not... Like, I'm not even just talking about PDA, even, like, when it's just the two of I us. I don't she's do PDA. Just, she's not very touchy, um, all the time. Um, there's definitely moments where she is, but, um, I think knowing that, hey, this is what makes my partner feel loved also gives you the opportunity to be like, hey, like... This is something I can enjoy, too, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, It does. Yeah, like, I I know words of affirmation is something that I feel like... I I don't even know if you said that, but I think words of affirmation are really important to you. And I do try to compliment you anyways or tell you, hey, I'm proud of you or this or that. But just knowing that, hey, that is something that is really important to them. um, You just remember that and then you're like, hey, I'll just maybe do that a little bit extra because even though it might not come naturally to me, I know it's something that my partner will appreciate. Uh, guys, we've kind of spoken about everything that we want to speak about. It's going to be a short day today or a normal day because I think we're half an hour usually. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little I, bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wish you guys an amazing Valentine's Day. I hope you guys are doing something that makes you feel loved and cared for. Whether you're doing it for yourself, whether someone else is doing it for you, or whether it's a Zoom call. Because, you know, nowadays it's probably a Zoom call. Um, that being said, we kind of want to share what we're doing for Valentine's Day. Um, because everyone's in a different situation, in a different place. I spoke to my sisters a while ago. Um, they are both in separate relationships where they aren't able to see their partner today and that is hard and then I have my mother who is in a relationship where she's also unable to see her partner today but also the dynamic of what Valentine's Day means in another country is very different and we spoke to that too and how that affects relationships so for today Sabrina and I are probably going to have a mini little date I'm cooking something that we found on TikTok (laughs) Because 
we thought it looked delicious. We've been roasting garlic all day. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to be like a little watch a movie, spend some time together. It's not a big deal. Well, um, it's a it's a big deal to us, but yeah, it's just it a little thing. But I think the important thing is also that while we're still like kind of working a little bit, we're um, also enjoying ourselves and spending that important quality time with each other. Which we just kind of let into it, but Miss Felicia J obviously does not know yet what her love language is, but she is going to take a test um, to am. find I'll out. I am. Give it a try. And if you want to see those results, definitely give um, our Patreon a look and check that out um, to see what Miss Felicia J's love language is. Other than that, if you want um, some more information about the food we mentioned at the start, all the wine pairings. Um, check out this podcast, Instagram, Drunk High and Sober, um, the Wine or Mine Instagram specifically for more information about the food and the wine, um, and then Mare's YouTube and WeTube and my Instagram will be linked down below if you want to um, learn more about Gather slash Jack Herrera. So Valentine's Day is a beautiful day, and I really hope you guys are having a good day. I said it before, I think being in a relationship is may sound unfair but I think it's a great day and I think you guys should definitely have a great one so hopefully everyone is having an amazing day even with the quarantines I know it's rough so happy Valentine's Day guys and we'll see you in the next one um it's Miss Felicia J here and um I'm just doing my signing off I want to thank everyone for spending part of their Valentine's Day with us. I trust that everyone had a fantastic day today, being with the ones they love, whomever and whatever that means to you. I've had our understandings of Valentine's Day today. For me, I have a different understanding of Valentine's Day with my partner on how he sees it in relation to where he's from. But it's been a beautiful day for all of us me having the food I want and being indulged in all the food that I want and my beautiful flowers which you will also see on my Instagram because we featured them in the Instagram post as well so we be able to see beautiful flowers um, but all the things that we wanted to do today we got to do today and so thank you for spending this time with us it was gorgeous as I always say until next time be well you all and this is Drunken High and Sober